0: this morning. I don't know about you but there are things that we're all passionate about in life and there's a few things I'm passionate about but two of them are this, the Word of God and Holy Spirit and that's what we're talking about this morning. So a big warm welcome again this morning and I'd love you to tune in and just ask Holy Spirit what he wants to say to you this morning as we go through this next part of our series. Now I know that uh Many of you are thinking about this and many of you will be thinking about this right now. But right now, before we go any further, I just want to pray. Holy Spirit, would you come? Would you come right now into the places where people are, right where you are, where you're watching? Holy Spirit, would you release your fire right now? I ask for a release of the spirit of wisdom and revelation right now. And I ask also that eyes would be opened, that ears would be opened and that we would have a fresh encounter together with Holy Spirit this morning because he is so good. So we are talking about this morning, the third part of our Love One Another series in the power of Holy Spirit. Now we've seen in the last couple of weeks also that Jesus is the centre of our lives and that we have been brought together in the body of Christ. So, it's no accident that you and I are together in the body of Christ. It's actually by God's design. So, before we go any further this morning, where we're going, I just want to put it right out there right now that what we're going to see this morning is this faith releases the life of Christ deep inside of you, and his spirit brings empowerment to both know. The love of Christ and to release that love to others. That's what we're talking about this morning and the role of Holy Spirit in our lives to do that. But let's step back a minute and just take a look back at what it means to live from heaven's perspective because that's been covered in the last couple of weeks. Well first of all it means that we need to let go of our earthly ideas. So there's a letting go as well as a taking on of the truth. It means to let go of ways that we think and act that have been formed, perhaps in our earlier years, in our lives, in our family of origin, or through different experiences that we might have had. So some of those things we need to let go as we learn to love the way Jesus wants us to love. And of course, our news reports and our social media are forming ideas all the time. And some of those we need to not accept, as again, we make the decision to love the way Jesus has called us to love. Now, how many have honestly struggled to love someone in the way that they know we should? I know I have, and we all struggle from time to time with that. This morning we'll be focusing on how can we love one another as God has called us to do. And of course, the source of the power to love, the power to obey the greatest commandment that Jesus gave us, To love one another as he has loved us is holy spirit and that's what we're going to be looking at this morning so we'll be looking at his role and how he empowers us to love now when we talk about holy spirit many of you will have different ideas flooding into your mind some of you will think of that dunamis power that power of the holy spirit that came down on the uh disciples in acts 2 when holy spirit fell on them as they were waiting and yes that is holy spirit he is powerful Some will also be thinking of the power gifts of the Holy Spirit. Maybe the gifts of faith, the gift of healing, the gift of miracles. And yes, they are all powerful gifts of Holy Spirit. But have we ever considered that there's also a significant place that Holy Spirit has in enabling us to love as Jesus does? Sometimes we think about the power gifts and the power manifestations. But this morning, we're going to look at his part in empowering us to love, and that is good news, and I'm so excited about this. So, what does this mean for us? Well, it means that we're called to love in ways that are actually empowered by Holy Spirit. We're empowered by Holy Spirit to live differently, and we're empowered by Holy Spirit to live from heaven's perspective. That's how it works. It's very simple. We're called, as we know, to be countercultural. To live counterculturally, and we can do that with the power of Holy Spirit. And what, of course, what is countercultural to the world then becomes quite natural to us. It means that we're empowered to live out the love of Christ in a supernatural way, because the Holy Spirit is the spirit. So let's have a look at why this is. Let's have a look at the word, which is the foundation as to why we can take that step in loving in the power of the Holy Spirit. So let's have a look at Ephesians 3, verses 16 to 20. And I'm going to spend a few minutes going through these verses with you and showing you where it says in the Word of God, Holy Spirit empowers us. So let's have a look. Verse 16 tells us this that He would grant you, according to the riches of His glory, to be strengthened with might through His Spirit in the inner man. So there we have it. We become mighty. Inside in the inner person through the power of Holy Spirit It starts on the inside and we are strengthened on the inside Through the power of Holy Spirit. It starts here at the very core of our being right inside of here It's about who we are. It's about us not being of this world It's about us being empowered and enabled to live differently So we don't have to be like the world were enabled to live as powerful disciples of Jesus, empowered to live as He did, by Holy Spirit. So let's have a look at the next verse, verse 17. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love. They will stop right there. Christ dwells in your heart through faith. It's through faith that we receive Jesus. It's through faith that we say, Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life, I give my life to you. It is through faith that we surrender to Jesus and it's through faith that we know that he is in our heart. When he lives in your heart, this is what happens. You both know his love for you and we've spoken about this many times over in recent times, that you know that you are loved, that you are accepted, that you are forgiven and all of those things. And when you know that you are loved by God, you are loved by Jesus, that you are accepted and forgiven, that love then, through the power of Holy Spirit, is enabled to flow out of you to others. So first of all, we're strengthened, we have faith that Jesus is here. We're strengthened, we're enabled, and that love flows through us. It's very clear, it's right here in the Word of God. Everything that Christ died for, you and I have. Everything that he dies for flows out of us to others because that's why we're here, that's our purpose, that's our mission. So let's have a look at verse 19. So if we step back a bit, verse 18 tells us that we may be enabled to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and depth and length and height. That tells us that we have the ability to understand, to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, passes knowledge that you, may be filled with all of the fullness of God. All of the fullness of God. How good is that? How true is that? You are filled with all of the fullness of God. What is this saying? It's saying that we can comprehend the fullness of Christ's love. We're able to understand it. Why? Because it bypasses natural knowledge. We don't understand it in the natural, but Holy Spirit enables us to comprehend that fullness, that great uh, width and depth and height of the love of God. It's not a mystery to us because we live through faith in a different kingdom, the kingdom of heaven. Now, the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God are words that are both used in the Bible and they really mean the same thing. So let's not get uh, too worried about whether it says kingdom of heaven or kingdom of God. It actually means the same thing. So these verses also speak of knowing that you and I were on the potter's wheel. In Jeremiah 18, there's the story of the prophet Jeremiah observing the potter and watching him moulding clay into vessels. And it talks about the moulding. And God spoke to Jeremiah and showed him, well, that's what he does with us. How many of us know that we have been on the potter's wheel? (laughs) I know I have. And uh, that is part of what doing life together means. So when we do life together, because we are so diverse, we have been brought together by God, we know that in the body of Christ, but we are so different. There are differences in the way we think, the way we've been brought up. There are differences in our cultures. There's differences in generations, which also means that there are differences in the way we communicate. Our language can change between generations and sometimes we find we're not on the same page as we bump up against each other and we're, we're bumping up against each other and being formed by God as these vessels of honour, just like Jeremiah saw those uh, pots on the, in the potter's house. And this is why we are better together. We're better together because we do bump up against each other <laughs> and we learn from each other. And that is great. That's part of it. And uh, iron sharpens iron. That's what Proverbs 27:17 says. So it's not surprising that we might bump up against each other and we might feel things as we do bump up against each other but what this is saying is that this is all by God's design. So let's be encouraged when that happens because we learn from each other. And we adjust, we learn more about ourselves and we adjust. So loving one another, this is all included in the process of loving one another and accepting that we are different and the Holy Spirit enables us to do all of these things. So let's have a look at verses 20 and 21. It says, now to him is able to do exceedingly abundantly all that we ask or think not some of what we ask will think, all of what we ask will think, according to the power that works in us. We have just seen that the power that works in us is Holy Spirit, works in us. To him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. So he lives through us. Jesus lives through us by his spirit. He loves through us. His power worked through us that his glory may be seen. That's the purpose of it. We're here to show his glory to those who don't yet know him. We, the church, the body of Christ, we're here and we're called to show the glory of God in the way that we are enabled to love one another. We're different. We're called to be different, but it's for his glory. And of course, our eyes are on Jesus all of the time. Our eyes never leave him, not for a moment. So, we can't do this on our own. We know that. We know that we fall short and we know that we struggle from time to time to be able to do that. And uh, how often do we catch ourselves slipping back into our old nature, the human condition? Well, that does happen from time to time. So we love, but we are enabled now to love one another in a way that our old person the person we were before could not so we are a different person even if we slip back for a moment we are still enabled to go forwards because we are enabled by Holy Spirit to love in a way that we could never have loved before we accepted Jesus that is huge that is massive it's such a significant thing we are not that old person anymore even if we slip back so how do we do this well, Jesus promised his disciples that if you love one another and keep my commandments, I will pray the Father and he will give you a helper. So Holy Spirit is here because Jesus prayed that he would be sent to us, that he may abide with you forever. So he's not going to leave us. He's here and he's here to stay. The Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. So there's Jesus saying that this is how it was going to work, that Holy Spirit would be in us and be with us. So Holy Spirit is here for a purpose and he has a mission and he gently convicts the human heart and shows us our need for change. So when we slip back a little bit or when we rub up against somebody else, Holy Spirit shows us where we need to change because it's not always the other person who needs to change quite often it's us who needs to change. So that iron sharpening iron is us in the body of Christ rubbing up against each other, bumping up against each other and Holy Spirit showing us, each of us, where we need to change. How good is he? And he does it with such love, such love. Holy Spirit communicates to us the love of the Father and the Son And it's as if we're embraced in the love between them. And when we're embraced in the love between them, it flows out of us to others. And I want you to see that at the moment, that you are embraced in the love of God. You are totally surrounded by the love of God. The love of God resides within you. But it's the faith that activates that. And this speaks of the work of Holy Spirit. And he also, in Romans 5.5, Paul tells us that hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So we can see that he is here for many purposes but one of his main purposes is exactly as we've seen this morning to pour out the love of God into our hearts and to enable us then to have that love flow out of us. So Holy Spirit through us he extends the kingdom of heaven. So... How then does this change the way we live? Let's get down to some practical examples in the time that we have left. Now we saw earlier that it is faith that releases the love of Christ, the life of Christ deep inside you, and it's his spirit that brings empowerment to know the love of Christ and to release that love to others. So Holy Spirit power means that we can live out the love of God in in a greater way than we could on our own. So through the Spirit, we know God's love for us and we're filled with the love of God. We can live, love and know and experience and give the love of Jesus. But here's some key points here that come out of what we just saw in those verses in Ephesians. First one's this. By constantly exercising your faith, and you'll see that that was the key there. By constantly exercising your faith, The life of Christ is released deep within you. Your spiritual strength increases and enables empowerment. So this speaks of continually activating our faith. It it speaks of an active thing. So it's not like we're passive and we're sitting back and, you know, we're just sitting back and, yes, God, I know that you love me. I know all of these things. It requires an active faith to release that inside of you and then for that to be released through you. The word is very clear about that in in Ephesians. Paul was very clear. So faith is the key ingredient here in releasing that that, uh, life deep inside of you that God has placed there. It's like a stirring up of it. It's like an enlarging of it, an amplifying of it, and an activation of that. So Holy Spirit energises you to bring about God's purposes within you. You need never doubt God's power to work in you. You need never doubt that because we can see that so clearly that that is a role and function of Holy Spirit. So what does this look like in our lives now? I'll briefly touch on three areas this morning that we can think about. So the first thing is that we prefer one another. Loving one another supernaturally in the power of the Holy Spirit enables us to prefer one another. Now what does that mean? Preferring one another means that we can lead the way for others. That's what it means. So Romans 12 10 says this, be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love and sisterly love of course, in honor giving preference to one another. So it means this, it means looking out for the interests and the welfare of others. That's an example of how we can prefer one another. It it means that we can see the weaknesses and call out the strengths in another person in that empowered love that we have. So let's do some self-checks just for a couple of minutes and let's ask ourselves, can we stand back and let someone else come forward? Can we proactively create opportunities for somebody else? Can we see the gifting and talents in someone else and create a space for them to grow and for their talents to grow? Can we resist the temptation of comparison These things are all examples and part of what it means to be able to love one another and prefer one another. And when you know that you are loved by God and you're secure in the love of God, the love of Jesus within you flows out through you to empower you to prefer others and to lift them up. What else does it mean? It means we can honour one another. So an example of honouring one another. Honouring one another means to cover one another in love. That's an example of honouring one another. So 1 Peter 4.8 is a very interesting verse of the Bible. It says, above all things, have fervent love for one another, for love will cover a multitude of sins. Above all things, love one another, for love will cover a multitude of sins this is countercultural in our culture these days in our culture these days we cover each other in love above all things highlights how important it is to those who follow jesus it's greater than faith or hope and 1 corinthians 13:13 13, 13 tells us that so it's above faith and it's above hope this love that we have for one another fervently means passionate sincere strong and lasting so fervent love speaks of both an intent and an intention. So we love one another intentionally. We have an intent in our heart that comes from what Jesus in our heart, and we are intentional about loving one another. Very, very important that. So Holy Spirit fuels a passionate love. His love is passionate. We have just seen that. It is fervent. It is active. It is purposeful. It is intentional towards somebody else. That is what love's about in the context that we're talking about here, love one another. It's working towards the good of somebody else, with somebody else before you, and working towards all the things that we've talked about, and there's much more. We're only touching on things this morning. But we can see that it's not about ourselves. It's about other people. And we are called by Jesus to love in this way, this affects how we think and how we speak. Love covers a multitude of sins, let's talk about this for a moment. What this talks about is covering the sins and weaknesses of others that you might become aware of instead of exposing them. Now it doesn't mean of course not addressing areas that need to be addressed, we're not saying that, but any area that needs to be addressed needs to be addressed through the correct processes of course but relationally there are times when we may become aware of somebody's shortcomings. Loving one another means that we, we hold that, we don't share it with other people. We pray for them, we lift them up before God. That's what cover is all about. Gossip, of course, uncovers, so it's the opposite of that. It also speaks of forgiveness and letting go of offences. That's very important too. So... Let's just check ourselves for a moment in a couple of areas. Let's ask ourselves, do we need to defend ourselves in situations in which would expose the weaknesses of others? Or can you trust God's love for you to work it through? Now, again, we're not speaking of, you know, significant serious issues that might be legal or criminal issues. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the things that happen in relational uh, communication and relationship with other people. That's what this is talking about so do you need to defend yourself and by so doing would that expose somebody else's weakness or can you stand back and trust God's love in that situation his love for you or do you need to just we need to justify ourselves when we've been misunderstood by someone and by involving other people who have nothing to do with that issue and that's a common temptation and we see this of course on social media all the time and that's why we don't live the way we see that the world lives we live Differently, we are called to live differently. So we forgive. We'll just touch on this this morning because there really isn't time to go into this in any great depth. But loving one another means that we are enabled and empowered to forgive. Forgiveness is actually a supernatural process with supernatural outcomes, and only the power of the Holy Spirit can enable us to love one another through forgiveness. The gift of mercy in Luke six thirty six often operates in relation to the gift of forgiveness. And Jesus tells us in Matthew seventeen, twenty one to twenty two. Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times? And Jesus said seventy times seven, didn't he? But we need the supernatural outworking of Holy Spirit in our lives to enable us to do that. And of course, that is countercultural. In our current culture and in our current um, media, you'll see the exact opposite of that. But again, we don't live that way. We are called and enabled to live differently. So as we have seen this morning, faith releases the life of Christ deep inside you. His spirit brings the empowerment to both know the love of God and to release that love to others. I think Danny Silk sums it up so well, and I'll just read a quote from Danny Silk. He says this, The new covenant is an internal covenant for sons and daughters who, because of their new nature, can be trusted with the responsibility to govern themselves and have access to the power of self-control through his spirit i think that says it all so let's pray in the coming week can i ask you can you identify one area in which you can supernaturally love someone else it can start with one and as we continue to walk this way and live this way then it becomes natural to us so holy spirit we thank you we thank you that you're here We thank you that you are here with us all the time, that you never leave us, that you are always working through us. We thank you that you are at work in every moment. And I ask right now that uh, for all of us that we would develop a greater sensitivity in in knowing when you are uh, uh, prompting us, that's the word I'm looking for, when you are prompting us in our relationships with others when you are prompting us in areas where we need to change, when you are prompting us when you are at work and enabling us to see things differently, to see things through a different lens because we have your lens in our life to help us see these things. So I pray right now that there would just be a release right now in all of our lives, that the word would be deposited in our hearts this morning That the truth of Ephesians would be in our hearts this morning and that that would be such a strong foundation and we thank you we thank you father we thank you that you sent Jesus and we thank you Jesus that you asked the father for your spirit that we would not be alone that we are so equipped and we are so enabled so I'm going to hand back to Sam